Welcome to Widowed But Not Alone with Todd Bessie of Credom Wealth Partners, the podcast designed to help people who have lost a partner and those people who support them. We will share stories and resources that will help support your needs, address your financial concerns, and guide you to believe in your future. Now, on to the show. Feeling overwhelmed. Being widowed means having to rebuild your life without your partner. And that daunting task can easily lead to feeling overwhelmed. So where do you start? How do you deal with everything you now know you don't know? And who do you trust? Host Todd Bessie guides us through these three basic and universal concerns. I'm Patrice Sikora. Todd, let's start by saying that if you do experience any one of these issues, it doesn't mean you're going crazy. Hi, Patrice. Uh, it's great to be with you again. Uh, you know, am I going crazy? That may be something a, a frustrated widow might say and, and how they feel at this very moment. And with their spouse as a couple, uh, they live together, live life together. They supported one another, parented together, made joint decisions and shared responsibilities. And now a widow is not only heartbroken with the loss of their spouse, but now has all of the responsibility twice the amount of tasks to accomplish, must make all the decisions, and then may have great concerns about their financial situation and sense of security. So at this point, one of the many feelings widows experience is definitely a sense of being overwhelmed. Um, one thing, Patrice, I want to say as we continue this conversation is, is that you know, my team works with many widowed clients who are at various stages in their walk through widowhood. So please let me be very clear. We are not professionally trained counselors or therapists. But you know, based on our many years of experience, we've learned that when widows feel overwhelmed, they have a very difficult time making decisions. It's a, it's a feeling that's very paralyzing. And you know, a frequent comment that we get from our widowed clients early in a relationship is what you said earlier, am I going crazy? Mm -hmm. you know, we've heard them say things to us like, I feel like I'm in a fog. And that's totally understandable. They have gone through a lot. Yeah, this, you know, the, the emotional toll is huge after loss. And so forgetting things is, is very normal, right? You may, may forget things like simple things like, you know, where you left your keys, what you just read, even you know, you've scheduled appointments with doctors, therapists, and advisors. I, I was chatting with one of our widowed clients who said she missed eight appointments in a row oh. with her attorney. Oh, so. I mean, that is just, mine wasn't in the right place. And so with that kind of stress, you know, things start to pile up, tests start to pile up. So, you know, hey, the, the bills need to be paid, decisions need to be made, paperwork's got to be filled out and so on. So Todd, what do you tell a new widow when she comes in? And, and this is not just for women either. I mean, I'm sure widowers go through this as well. Right. And, and, and we have, you know, many, many men that have lost their wives. And, and so we're dealing um, with all these issues. So, you know, when we have a chance to sit down with a newly widowed client, which may be very soon after their spouse is passing, we focus on making sure they know that number one, they're not alone. You know, two, we're there to help them. And we want to make sure that, that they know they're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. So we let them know that it's okay to feel overwhelmed. And you know, they, they may come back to us and say, oh my gosh, there's, there's just so much to do. I don't know anything about this stuff. 
you know, my, my spouse said we have enough money, but what does that mean? Well, what are the first steps then that you take? If, if there's so much like that's overwhelming them, small steps, one thing here, one thing there, which is most important to start with? I, I think the the normal course of action for many, for, for, for many widows is, is just to determine, oh my gosh, you know, what, what bills do I have? What needs to be paid? And do I have cash available to do that? From there, they may start looking at issues like their benefits, you know, my health insurance, you know, life insurance, social security benefits, pension benefits, you know, but Patrice, we, first thing is we slow things down uh, and, and assure our widowed clients that we can help them slowly, but surely figure all this stuff out. We need to know what's most important to them. We need to know what their concerns are. We need to know what's keeping them up at night. And so we take time to educate our clients, get them familiar with terms they might not be familiar with. Are there different issues facing older widows versus younger widows? You know, I I think that widows face a lot of the similar, same things as they go through this process of, of, you know, marching forward. Um, So some things are very similar, yet some are different. So if we take, you know, the case of an older widow, uh, one of the things that really that jumps out right away. And we talked about this last time is, <laughs> is, you know, they may not be very tech savvy. And we and, shouldn't laugh at that, but it, but it is, it's a stereotype. No, and it is it's, true. it's very true. And so, I mean, I'm going to just tell a quick story. I, you know, like I mentioned, I lost my mom recently. And so I was visiting with her husband who was 85 um, just this past weekend. And he didn't have a smartphone. He really didn't understand how to utilize the internet, didn't have access to any user ideas or passwords. So for him, it was a, it was a major struggle, not only because he didn't have the technology, but he just didn't know how to use it at all. So there's some education process there. But when we think about some of the older clients as well, just some of the basic stuff, you know, if they're close to retirement, now the question comes in, can I retire? Or if they are retired, can I remain retired? Is my financial situation allow for that? You know, another thing that comes up shortly thereafter is, is, you know, hey, based on where I live, should I stay where I am? If my kids aren't close to me, should I move closer to my kids? So those are, you know, for, for older widows, those are some, some things that, that we run across. And then for the younger ones, you know, one question is if it was a single income household, so it was a stay-at-home person with a, with a working spouse, now does that person have to go to work? So then that leads into, oh my gosh, can I make the mortgage payment? You know, what about my kids? Do I, daycare issues, school activities. I'm, you know, I'm an army of one now and how do I do all this stuff? You know, then there's, then there's the things that, you know, your, your spouse may have done in your relationship that you don't know how to do and you need help with. And some simple things, you know, like home, home related issues, home maintenance issues, like yes, oh yes, cutting the grass, you know, fixing an appliance or something as simple as, you know, when's the last time the air filter or the furnace was replaced. So all this stuff, some of it's, you know, might seem really simple. Some of it's slightly more complicated, but all of it adds to that overwhelming feeling. Right, right. And I know you say you take it slow and you prioritize what has to get done. But I should think that once one task, even just one task is completed, that widow probably feels a real sense of accomplishment and then is ready to move on for maybe just one more, but still it is one more task. 
Absolutely. I, I think when we are at that point in a relationship with, with a widow, we need to certainly identify the things they need to address and create that short list or priority list of things. But it is indeed getting, getting them to check a box, right? And, and accomplish one task and then another. So often what we do at the beginning is we sit down with that priority list and, and we look at them and we say, what is it that you want to address first? What are you comfortable attacking? What, what is it that you, you feel comfortable doing? And, and what are things that you're, you're struggling with right now and you want to put those off? So, you know, while, you know, let's say we have a list of 10 things, you know, they may decide that if we pick two or maybe three things to work on, they may not be the top two or three things in the list, but they may be things that they feel comfortable they can accomplish. And so we start there. But Todd, time may not be on their side. If they're not up to paying the bills, what do you do? Well, that's, that's where we really have to step in and hold their hand. And if they're struggling with some of those things, then we have to reach to the support system, you know, and that leads to, you know, who they can bring into their world at this point that can help them. Well, we'll, we'll get to that in a couple of minutes. We want to talk about first um, reaching out in education. Then we'll get to trusting people and, and who and how to bring people in. So talk to me first about, about education. So I think, you know, when we were working with our clients, um, we have to understand where they're at as far as their level of knowledge in the issues that we're facing and we're working with them on. And so we want to get to where they're at, their, their level of confidence. And so that might mean that we have to spend some time and break down some issues and give them a little bit of education on, you know, if I, if I pick one thing, you know, let's just say understanding an IRA and for maybe a little bit older client is understanding the whole concept of required distributions, you yeah. know, how it's calculated, how it works. They may have known in the past that their spouse was getting a check, but they didn't quite understand why or how. And maybe we have to take the time to walk through that and explain that to them. So that's just one example of something we might take the time to walk through the process. I mean, there's the, there's kind of the administrative process to how it works, but then there's the, the conceptual process, understanding the why and, right. and calculations and those kind of things. Do you have to do this more than once? Well, going back to the, to our talk about mm -hmm. someone who might be in the fog, right. And might be, um, having trouble processing. So sure. You know, and, and working with clients that are widows does sometimes require, you know, certainly a lot of patience and, and working with them again, where they're at. So it might mean that we have to have another meeting and re-explain the same concept again, just because maybe at that moment we were together and going through it, they were just not dialed in to the conversation and we understand that. And so, you know, it, that is where we will take whatever time is necessary to get them comfortable with the topics, with the issues, with the process. And sometimes when we have meetings with, with clients like this, we might spend an hour just talking and understanding what's on their mind and some of the emotions they're dealing with. And we might not get anything from a task perspective accomplished at all. And, and I look at that as that's okay, because that's where our client is that day. And they're just not ready that day to deal with anything. All right. Then I'll go back to my question. Time is not their friend necessarily. 
when it comes to certain things. So how do they know who they can trust? Sure. Well, what really is the best way to move forward for a widowed person is they need to work towards assembling really two teams of people to, to support them. So the first team would be their personal or emotional inner circle. So these would be family members, friends, if they're faith, faith focused, maybe a spiritual advisor, and then certainly a therapist, if they're engaged and seeking that type of assistance uh, to work with their emotions and their grief. So those people are there to help with the, with the grief process to support them, support their children. If they've got, you know, younger kids that need support. Um, and those people, you know, have to be chosen very carefully. Then there's a different group. And that, that group is the group that we tend to fit in, which is the group of, of professional advisors. So the inner circle of professional advisors, and that really should start with a financial planner. And ideally it should be someone that's a certified financial planner that, that really understands what they're doing from a planning perspective and working with clients. And then you add to that group, a certified public accountant, so a tax and accounting specialist, an attorney, an insurance specialist, and lastly, you know, a banker. So now you've got your team of financial folks that can help you address pretty much any task you probably are going to be, you know, asked to deal with or want to address. And ideally this group of people should be working together, not individually communicating with our widowed client here, but know each other and communicate together to make life easier for the widow. And that's how we strive to work with our widowed clients is certainly right away to identify who the accountant, who the attorney is, make contact, introduce ourselves and let them know that we want to work together as a team mm -hmm. so that we can take a lot of pressure off of our client. Often we will have conversations behind the scenes about these issues, tax planning, changes in legal documents that are for the benefit of our client, but we can have them offline so as to not really put more on on the client's plate than is absolutely necessary. More stress, more stress on their plate. Right, exactly. When a widow has these two groups of, of teams in place, the personal and emotional team of people and the professional team of people, this feeling that we were talking about earlier about being overwhelmed can certainly subside quite a bit and take a lot of pressure off. All right, that was a really nice wrap up there. There's so much more to delve into here, especially these individual points, going deeper to find out how to deal with them, who can help you deal with them. So what do you have on tap coming up in the next podcasts? So the next few episodes, we want to spend time digging deeper into these topics we talked about today. So first one is getting organized, you know, really outlining for a widowed individual what types of things they might have to deal with after their loss. So the, the types of financial accounts, the documents, legal issues, all those kind of things to, so to kind of walk through them one by one, point them out, talk about them a little bit, maybe talk about things from a priority perspective, and then provide some resources there to help somebody get started. Second thing is education. So, so kind of hand in hand is the whole, you know, we're getting organized in education part. So for me to put a document in front of somebody and say, Hey, you need to, to do, deal with this form uh, is great. But if they don't know what they're looking at, they don't understand the terms, right. that's difficult. So we, we have to educate 
And so, we, you know, taking the time to, to go through the terms, the forms, the concepts. So we'll go through that and maybe the, the second episode. And then lastly, this concept of developing your inner circle. We'll, we'll bring together for these episodes, guests that are specialists in these areas that can lend some of their thoughts on how to go about getting organized, some of the educational resources that are available, and then developing that trusted inner circle of family, friends, and professional advisors. I know, I'm sure it varies from client to client, but how long usually before someone doesn't feel so overwhelmed? It can take time. I mean, there's no prescribed formula for how long it might take for you to feel better. Often what we find is as we, and we talked about earlier, someone has some confidence and they can accomplish some of these tasks. They realize that they're starting to take some of the things off the plate, right? And, 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 and get them done. And so that, you know, some of some, sometimes we have clients that in a month or two feel a whole lot better that things are resolved and some of them, it can take a while. I guess part of it, it depends certainly on how complicated their mm -hmm. financial life is. So someone that owns a business, or if you, your spouse was a corporate executive and you've got some very uh, complicated benefits, those can take time to learn about, understand options, time for us as the advisors to sit down with a client and walk through those things. So unfortunately, you know, Patrice, there's no timetable that we can prescribe. It's just taking the time to go through the steps and, and help a client get to where they need to go on their timetable. Do some clients surprise you with how well they suddenly can cope? Yeah, there are certain, I, I think there are some clients we've worked with over the years who can compartmentalize maybe a little bit better. And so they can compartmentalize the emotions and look at the task of the list of, of tasks that need to be addressed and say, I just want to get it done. I think that's a, a smaller percentage of people. Most, you know, we're, we're all emotional human beings. It's hard to deal with this stuff and, and, and feel like you have a clear mind to make all these decisions. And so or, or more often than not, it takes longer. It takes time. Yeah, I'm sure. All right, Todd, how can people reach you? There's, I'm sure, lots of questions in many people's minds. How can they reach you? The best way is just to visit our, our website at Credom Wealth. It's C-R-E-I-D-I-M wealth.com. And there you'll find different ways to reach out to us. All right. And that's Todd Bessie of Credom Wealth Partners. Follow this podcast, Widowed But Not Alone, but more importantly, perhaps share with friends, especially those who might benefit from the information. I'm Patrice Sikora. And let's talk again later. Thank you for listening to Widowed But Not Alone. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of integrated wealth partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Investment advice offered through Integrated Partners doing business as Credom Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor.